It is time right now to check in with the folks at the Canadian Cancer Society to talk about, well, Dry February. It's a big annual fundraising event. And here to talk more about it from the Canadian Cancer Society is Karen Kuzmich. Karen, good morning and thanks for joining us today. Good morning. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, it's good to have you with us. Let's talk a little bit about the history of Dry February before we dive into the nuts and bolts of what's going on this year. How long has this been going on, Karen? Dry Feb yeah. started in Ontario um, just in as an Ontario-only program in 2016. But since then, we're happy to say the Canadian Cancer Society has expanded it nationwide um, as of 2017. So this is our eighth year running the program. Mm-hmm. And it has evolved. Was it originally back when you started it in Ontario only, Karen? Was it designed to be a fundraiser right from the get-go? Or has that sort of evolved out of just dry February? A core mandate of the Canadian Cancer Society is to both educate and empower people to take action to reduce their cancer risk. hmm And the ways in which we can do that, of course, is to raise funds for um, leading cancer research, helping us push forward healthy public policy, as well as supporting our nationwide support and information services for people affected by cancer. So, yes, uh, DryFab has um, always been an opportunity to raise awareness about the link between alcohol use and cancer. And it has very much evolved into a very strong uh, fundraising campaign for us. And it, we're really great how much traction it's getting and, mm-hmm. and a lot of chatter about it. Indeed. So well, give us the mechanics, Karen. How does one actually raise money by not drinking? Because that's sort of what it boils down to, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Dry Fab is a really, it's actually a very unique kind of uh, fundraising challenge because it's an opportunity to raise funds for great organizations while you don't do something. Mm-hmm, yeah. So the challenge, of course, is to go dry for the month of February to, to not drink alcohol. And the way people can do that, it's really easy uh, for the mechanics of it, like you say, is go to dryfeb.ca and you can register yourself as a participant or you can register as a team. Right. So maybe your whole radio station wants to set up a team and you could raise funds collectively, which makes it a, a lot more fun that way. But right there on that page on dryfeb.ca, you can register. And then there's tools and easy templates and sheets you can use for reaching out to friends and family and coworkers to ask for those donations to support what DryFeb is trying to do, which is increase awareness about the link between alcohol consumption and cancer, as well as raising funds for the Canadian Cancer Society to continue its work doing research, providing healthy public policy initiatives, and of course, funding our national support services of information for people with cancer and their families. Mm-hmm. So it's a great cause. Indeed. And as of this morning, according to dryfeb.ca, and I've got it up on my screen in front of me, 12,859 people are going dry, as are 379 teams. And so far, 387313 bucks has been raised, and we're not even in February yet. That's a pretty good beginning, wouldn't you say? Oh, for sure. Last year, dryfeb raised, million. Wow. But as we get closer to February, right, we're expecting more and more folks to sign up. So our goal is to raise even more. 
um, because that's going to help the Canadian Cancer Society make a difference in the lives of people affected by cancer and, and to learn more about it. So it's just getting going. So we want to encourage every all your listeners to go to uh, the challenge on dryfeb.ca and uh uh, you know, think about joining. But, you know, as I poke around and, and was doing so, doing my homework, getting ready to talk to you this morning, I came across mm-hmm. something called a golden ticket, Karen. There's a Ooh. mulligan involved for, for people <laughs> in dry Feb to, for those very special occasions, Valentine's Day. Pick a date, pick a reason. You can actually declare a mulligan or a golden ticket and, and take a night off. Is that not the case? And obviously, you like to golf. I love it. Uh, yes, I, I very much rely on mulligans when I golf. Uh, <laughs> so yes. do I. A golden ticket is just what you said. It's to be used for social emergencies. So we recognize that there's special events that might be happening in February, weddings, perhaps somebody gets engaged, mm-hmm. and you want to celebrate that perhaps. So the intent behind that is either yourself or you know, your partner, your friend's family can make a contribution that they think is is uh, relevant to the event, which would allow you to have a night off um, from your alcohol-free challenge. However, we really do hope, and it is very possible, uh, for folks to go alcohol-free for the whole month of February. Sure. And we have lots of tips on that page there to help people get through the month. One of the things that we've learned from the folks in Victoria at the Canadian Centre for Substance Abuse, they've caused a lot of uh, ripples across the country in the past few days with their new uh, revised guidelines for adult Canadians and their drinking habits. They say now uh, recommending two drinks per week would be the maximum in terms of enjoying alcohol virtually risk-free. Anything beyond that, well, now you're into a risk zone and they are able to connect alcohol to very various types of cancers in terms of exposure to alcohol increases uh, your risk of certain types of cancers. Can you talk about those cancers specifically that may be affected or uh, come about as a result of alcohol consumption, Karen? Yes, that's an important question, uh, Sterling, that people often uh, talk about, and we're really pleased to have the chance to help people become more aware of that link between alcohol consumption and cancer. Mm -hmm. So from the the global wealth of research uh, that we have about the harms of alcohol and its impact on cancer, we know that alcohol does increase our risk of several types of cancers, including head and neck, breast, colorectal, esophageal, liver, stomach, and pancreatic cancers. Mm. So it's quite the list. Sure. And uh, do they tell you, uh, I mean, obviously this has been, uh, the, the science behind this has been going on for quite some time, and uh, is it safe to assume then that risk of those of, of getting or being, uh, po- the possibility of contacting those types of cancer increases, uh, the risk level increases with your, your consumption level? Well, you're you're right. You're right. You've got the nail on the head there. Um, drinking any type of alcohol in any amount increases your risk of those various types of alcohol. And what we want to hope people remember is that to lower your risk of cancer, it's best not to drink. And those Canada's guidance on alcohol and health outlines those risks of alcohol and it can help you make informed decision about whether you drink and how much. If you choose to drink, 
keep your cancer risk as low as possible mm. by having no more than two standard drinks a week. The less alcohol you drink, the lower your cancer risk. And by way of raising funds, you uh, you 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 register with the uh, with DryFeb.ca. You sign yourself up, or your team, if you've got a group together that uh, wants to do this as a group effort. And sometimes, frankly, having a few teammates or the buddy system, as they like to call it, really is a, a, a terrific way of accomplishing uh, something that may be a bit of a challenge to you individually when you're kind of being egged on by your colleagues. It makes it a little bit easier. It's a joint effort. So once you sign yourself or your team up. Uh, you raise money simply by asking friends and colleagues and clients or whatever to donate to the cause, and they do? That's, it's that simple? It, it's absolutely that simple. And uh, one of the things that we know is you go public. Go public with your challenge. Use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pick up the phone, talk to people, and let them know, hey, yeah, I'm going to go drive for the month of February. Mm-hmm. And they, you'll find that people are really uh, applaud your efforts for doing that, and they want to support the Dry Feb Challenge with a donation, especially when they know that it is uh, a fundraiser where all the donations are going to go to the Canadian Cancer Society to help us further our mission and our work around supporting people with cancer and all those affected. Right, and you may even get a mention on the website because as I'm looking at uh, drivefeb.ca, Karen, there's this a non-ending scroll going uh, right to left of people who have donated anything from $125 to $41.20 and on and on it goes. So uh, that's uh, that's a, just a point of recognition, if, uh, if nothing else. But it's the fact that people are in large numbers. Three million bucks last year, I would imagine the goal in 2023 would be to exceed that number right that is absolutely right because uh all every dollar raised is going to help the canadian cancer society make a difference helping people that are affected by cancer and as i said help us to continue to educate and empower people to take action to lower their risk of cancer so it's really a great news story right so we're we're, we're learning that the less we drink the lower our risk of cancer. So it's a win-win situation, raise money, do something good for yourself, get healthier, Mm -hmm. and uh, have fun along the way. Um, Take up the challenge with friends and family and uh, rethink your relationship with alcohol. And what we have found from people that have participated in the past is that they tend to carry on with those healthier routines that they gotten into for the month of February. So it's not just a one-time thing. The benefits uh, hopefully will carry, carry on for people that participate. Indeed. Well, to participate for either as an individual or perhaps with your friends, you simply visit dryfeb.ca and that's where you get all the details and they make it awfully darn easy to participate in dry February. Karen Kuzmich, thanks very much for being with us. We wish you considerable success this February 23. Thank you very much. I'll send you my link for donating shortly. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.